Yizzo, 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 yizzo. What's going on, people? Let's go. It's been a long time, man. I've been wanting to start my YouTube channel. Been a long time. Just thank you for rocking with the podcast. You know, if it's King Devin Sports Podcast. Um, if you, if you follow me on Apple Podcast, just man, it's just overwhelming right now, man. It's, it's a lot of emotions going on right now. But I just wanted to start by saying thank you for rocking with me um, on Twitter, on Instagram, and on Apple, on Spotify, wherever you can hear this podcast, man. Just thank you for rocking with me, man. Um, but without further ado, man, I just want to talk about the Sixers game, man. So the Sixers just beat the Los Angeles Lakers 105 to 87, man. And and it was it was a great game to see. It was a breath of fresh air. Uh, we've been hard on this team all year, man. Just just looking at basically Tobias Harris for one. We're, we've been looking at uh, Tyrese Maxey. The bench wasn't playing up to par um, and everything like that. And I know the uh, Lakers was out without uh, LeBron James. You know he was a, a early uh, scratch to this game because of his sore knee. Things like that. A lot of people on Twitter were saying that he was ducking the smoke from Joel Embiid. Uh, last time he played them, he tried to injure Joel Embiid. He basically pushed him. It was a flagrant in my in my case, but you know that was last year. We're talking about this game right here, man. But it was it was just a great showing by our team overall. And in the beginning, in the beginning, it was more like the, the Anthony Davis show. Honestly. It was the Anthony Davis show. Um, he put on, in the first half, he put on for like 21 to 23 points. Finished the game with 31. So in the second half, he only scored eight points. Eight points. Eight points. And I'm going to get to that. I'm going to get to that. But, Joel Embiid, man, like he's rare, he's a rare, rare breed. And he's a he's really uh, growing into the superstar that we know he could be. Across the league, we already know that he was our superstar, man. And you know, I'm wearing the 21. I'm wearing, I'm wearing the Joel and B jersey, just one of the Joel and B jerseys I have, because my man just got selected to his fifth All Star game, and he's starting his fifth All Star game. So let's just clap it up. Let's clap it up for him. And it, it's just been a remarkable year by our big, by our big guy, man. And Shout, shout out to him, man. Just shout out to him and his growth and his understanding of the game, man. And he's like re- really, really a man of his own because, you know, just by this game and even last game. But this game, I've seen a lot in Joel and B, a lot of growth, a lot of um, high expectations where he could take this team um, without, you know, the Ben Simmons situation without uh, just 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 being able to take criticism, being able to just go out there and play his game, to play his game. It slowed up for him. Um, he just took on the role of doing everything, just doing everything. Yeah, the drops, the turnovers are still kind of iffy because. Some of, some of our players, especially our role players, are just standing around or drawing beat in them. It's not a good read with, you know, he had a couple this game that I was like, why would you throw that pass? But needless to say, drawing B has been balling, man. 
He's been balling, man. And tonight he had an off game. He had an off. His off game. Let me just read the stats. His off game, man. His off game was 26 points. 26 points. He scored 26 points, nine rebounds. And he had seven assists, a steal, and two blocks. That's his off game. Off game. Like, we can't make this up. We can't make this stuff up. Like, his off game is dead. Just imagine if he was just playing. And the only reason why he had an off game is because he was the main he was the main focus as the Lakers should have made him the main focus because he runs our offense. The ball goes through him. Almost, I would say about 90% of the time, he touches the ball at the half-court sets. He's pushing the ball up. He's they trying to get the ball out of his hands. It was at one point at one point he was getting triple teamed. To stop, you know, to stop him from doing anything. He got knocked down a couple times. Um, this wasn't his best free throw shooting game. But Joel B did a lot of things in this game that it showed a lot of growth within him. I.e., for example, basically, he was telling people where to be at on the floor. He was showing, he was, he was making it easier for his guys. He was passing out on the double team despite having some um, minor turnovers. But he was passing out of the double team like how they say the Joker does and and setting up guys. Defense was his defense showed up in the second half like I knew it would because in the last couple games where we played the Magic and Mo Bamba was going off. And then when we played uh, who, who we just play, who we just played. I forgot who we just played, but the guy, the guy um, was going off. He was just going off, and he had, like, a career high, things like that. But what they're not saying, like, numbers numbers don't lie. I get it. Numbers don't lie. But, like, take tonight, for instance. AD had 21 to 23 points at halftime. He finished the game with 80, well, well, 31, not 80, 31, 31 points, which means that he only scored eight points in the second half. Thanks to Joel Embiid and the rest of the team making it hard on him. And that's what I said was going to happen. Joel Embiid defensively showed up. Um, it was one one play. Uh, Stanley Johnson was in the corner and the shot clock was running down and Joel Embiid closed out on him and basically blocked the shot, blocked the three-point shot in, at the, uh, in the corner. And it was a shot clock violation. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, certain things that happened in this game really showed that we're not we're not too far off of where we were last year. Despite not having $30 million on, on the floor within, you know, Ben Simmons, that situation. Which I'm going to also get to. But I just wanted to give kudos to Joel Embiid, just like uh, TNT did tonight. Shaq, Charles Barkley, and, and those guys, they basically just gave high praises to Joel Embiid for stepping into the role of um, learning how to lead a team, not just by po- scoring points, but by doing the little things. But he's been doing that th- those things for us, and us as Sixers fans seen this. So what I'm saying is, Joel Embiid 
it's just uh, I'm gonna just say it. He's the the best big man in basketball. He's the best big man in basketball, and there's no way that you you can question it. Nobody can question it. I don't care now. Now I know us as Sixers fans won't question it, but I know other media's and other and and national sports media would probably think otherwise. But Joel Embiid is the MVP of the league, hands down, hands down. If it's off night, it's 26 points, nine rebounds, and seven assists, with a steal and two blocks. Joel Embiid. And then, and then he had uh, he had some injuries. You know, he fell awkwardly after colliding with Tyrese Maxey. He had um, a busted finger um, after being called for a foul on um, Anthony Davis, and he still played. That's the whole thing. Like he's he's available. He's available. These are the things that national media and you know other people were saying about last year when he was runner up for MVP that he didn't do he's doing these things and look where we at we're 10 games over 500 10 games 29 and 19 and it's all thanks to him it's all thanks to him we we done got attacked by covid injury bugs non uh covid related uh uh illnesses, things like that. We've been doing what we needed to do to win these um, basketball games, man. Meaningful basketball games. And with all the trade talks, with all the inconsistencies of this team, we're standing 10 games over 500. We're standing, what, one, maybe two games out of the top seed. It's very close in the Eastern Conference. So, that says a lot about the team. A lot about the team, man. So, I want to give a huge shout-out to Tobias Harris, man. Because Tobias Harris, ever since that we got on him and we were talking about trading, the, the fans was booing him at, at home and things like that, he's been playing basketball. He had, man, it was one play. <laughs> it was one play. He did a spin move and Stanley Johnson didn't even know where he went. And he, he, he finished the play. And I was like, yo, that's the Tobias Harris that we need. Yes, we all know that he's not worth his contract. We know we overpaid him and things like that. But Tobias Harris, if he's playing basketball and he's giving us a consistent 20-plus point game, there's no reason for us to be talking about trading him, honestly. And I want to be the first to apologize to Tobias Harris about what was said and things like that, we know as fans, we are passionate about our sports, right? Regardless of it's basketball, football, so forth. We're passionate. And Tobias Harris really show, been showing up. And I said this in my last podcast episode. Um, Tobias Harris needed to step up this game. He really did, man. And I know because a lot of people will say, oh, it, you know, he he's scoring against these Shorthanded players. I mean, it's a shorthanded teams. I mean, he's he's showing up against them, and not the teams that we need to beat. And he really he really showed up this game, man. He really showed up. Now Westbrook, you know, we knew he wasn't going to be a, a a big threat. He's a role player now with this Los uh, Angeles uh, Lakers team, and we already know he wasn't going to show up. Ad. 
tried to turn back the hands of Tom, and he had one of his best games of the season against us in the first half. But, like I said before, we overstood that. Now, I'm going to give a huge shout-out to the supporting cast, man. Sure, the supporting cast showed up. Now, Niang. Niang was hitting big shots, man. He was hitting these three-pointers, and I'm like, wow. Like, the tables have turned. It, it shifted. It shifted. And, and I know Rich Paul and all of them is, is angry with us right now because we're winning these games without Ben Simmons. Without Ben Simmons. So just imagine if we trade Ben Simmons and get and get uh, a point guard within, like, we could get Malcolm Brogdon. Um, we could trade for Alec Burt. We can... We can we could get somebody in here that can facilitate an offense and not just put it all on Tari's Maxi. So Tari's Maxi is better off ball. He's better off ball. And what's so crazy is Tyrese Maxi sat up there and almost got a triple. He was flirting with a triple double tonight. And, he, and this wasn't even his best game. It wasn't his best game. And he was flirting with a triple double. Matisse Thibel defense showed up. He had about four or five steals. Like, the team is there. It's there. Um, Danny Green came back. He ha- he made some noise, but then he started getting trigger happy. And, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, here we go. He's blowing plays by just jacking up threes, things like that. And I'm just saying that Furkan Fert- is better off ball also. So, if Furk if Fert- is sitting up there, off ball because we got a backup point guard and things like that. Or we got a starting point guard and Tyrese Maxey's coming off the bench. However, Doc wants to play this, especially when it comes playoff time. We need we need we need everybody hands on deck. And Joel MB spoke about this. He he spoke volumes of the team. He said himself. And he always hard on himself. And I've seen it throughout the game, especially when he was missing the free throws. He was just like this is not, it's not me. And I, and I get it. I get it. But for the Twitter world and for YouTube, because I was watching the game and I was also on uh, Philly RB, you know, shout out to him. Um, I, I was, I was just watching the game with him and they were saying in the chat saying that, you know, and B and B finally, you know, got, got met his match with AD and things like that. And it's like, everybody is on the, the, emotions of the game and not letting the game play out and they were just saying that oh we're gonna blow a 20 point lead and things like that and I'm like wait like something is happening here with the defense and our defense really really showed up really showed up man and like I said Anthony Davis had eight points they couldn't score and I said it on on Twitter I said look we were up by six points at halftime. He's what, 54-48. 54-48. And I was like, we're up six points. We're going to win the third. And that's going to be the deciding factor of the game. And that's what happened. We won the, uh, the third. Which was awesome to see. Because I like being right, honestly. I'm just, I'm just saying. I just like being right. Um, but... Tobias Harris, man, like, I, I just need him to stay consistent. Stay consistent, man, the second half of the uh, season, man. 
Um, I know that we're not going to have two all-stars like we normally do, but if Tobias Harris can stay consistent, man, no, no, it's no telling where we could go in the playoffs. And I'm hope, hopefully, um, we, we make a move by February 10th because that's the trade deadline. And we could get somebody in here that can help the team, help Joel Embiid, help Tobias Harris. Um, make Doc Rivers' coaching job easy because he's been kind of struggling with the rotation. He's been struggling with if he should play Embiid, if he shouldn't play Embiid certain times of the game. Um, the momentum shifts. He's keeping Andre Drummond out there for some time. And it's just like, I don't think that he should. I really don't think that he should all the time rely on Joel Embiid. He, he should have that team. But at the same time, if we're down, you got to put your starters in or you got to put your best player in, in Joel Embiid. But this game showed that we can play up to competition, even though the, the Lakers now are 24 and 25. They have a lot of vet- veterans on, on the uh, court, a lot of veterans. They got Carmelo Anthony. They got uh, Westbrook. They got AD. They got um, um, Dwight Howard. They have they have veterans on on the court, whereas though they know how to come back from a deficit. And I knew that our defense was going to hold up. I, I I had no doubt in that because the Lakers, without LeBron James, they could not move the ball the way they want to move the ball. So I already knew that that was going to be the turnout, but. We didn't have too many turnovers as we um, had in the previous games. So I already knew that we were going to dominate. We were going to dominate on on the turnover game, and we were going to dominate in the second half on defense. This team is basically more like, it's more like they get a feel of the game in the first half, even though we started out um uh, the way I wanted to start out, I wanted us to have a 30-point quarter, and we did that. Then I wanted us to dominate in the third. We did that. With Embiid going 9 for 20, 9 for 20 against the Lakers on national TV, and we almost won by 20 points. We won by 18. So so for all the naysayers saying that Joel Embiid and it can't lead a team, or Joel and B is going to get hurt, or AD bested Joel and B. He really didn't. He really didn't. You know, Joel and B was going to get to the free throw line. He was doing. He was playing his game. It, shots wasn't falling. He was getting banged up. He got some bruises and things like that. But we still prevailed. We we still we still came out on top. And and, and these, these type games matter, especially to a team that everything was against them. Everything was against them, and it showed. Basically, they didn't have no no choice but to sit up there and give Joel and B high praises, give the Sixers high praises. One person that really got on my nerves tonight was Stan Van Gundy, because Stan Van Gundy, even though that we were up by 20 points, we were, we were, we were winning about 20 points uh, by the end of the third quarter. It was like 88, 68, something like that. 
Stan Van Gundy was still talking about how good AD was and all that, and you know they're gonna come back and 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 look look at West uh, Westbrook. Um, he's good um, going to the basket and things like that, and he was just rooting for the Lakers. And look what we did. I kind of miss like I I really hope that. Because as soon as after that game, because, you know, the uh, Warriors and the Wolves game came on right after, they started talking about, uh, in the pregame, they was talking about uh, Embiid, and they was talking about the Sixers and how um, they was making noise in the East, things like that. After that, I turned to NBC Sports Philadelphia, and I was like, damn, ain't no post game with, with Amy Fadul and them and, and Mark Jackson, and then we're not going to get top. Uh, Ty Johnson, and we're not going to get uh, Crystal Rich. We're not going to get them at all. And I'm sitting here like, what? Like, I don't know, man. Like, it, it's it's just been amazing to watch, man. It's just been amazing to watch. But, um, The game, the game, the game itself, man. The game itself was amazing to watch, man. Like, I, I'm just at a loss for words on what I just saw because everything that we've been through, and we're beating Golden State, we beating these teams that they're saying like, oh, they, the upper tier teams and things like that, and we're prevailing against them. It's frustrating to watch that we, we we're struggling with shorthanded teams because they're outrunning running us and things like that. But as you can see, like when it's a playoff atmosphere, just like it was tonight, and shout out to the two fans. Like I'm I'm not a huge fan of fans getting thrown out of games and things like that, but shout out to the fans that basically Said something to uh, Carmelo Anthony. I don't know what was said um, to make Carmelo Anthony, you know, get emotional like that. But the shout out to them, man. Shout out to them. And and I really hope that we can we can we can bounce off of this and take it to uh, Saturday against Sacramento. And I, I I honestly believe that Joel Embiid deserve a rest day. And we could beat Sacramento without Joel Embiid. We can. If, you know, they just got blown out by the Celtics <laughs> by 53 points. We could beat Sacramento without Joel Embiid. So, you know, we could put Massey in there. We could put um, uh, Paul Reed in there. We we could beat this team. Um, But great win from the guys, man. I, I don't want to hold y'all up, man. But like I said, man, I'm just happy that I'm on YouTube now and I can actually put a face to, to the voice, basically. And um, it's going to be some up, upgrades to this channel and things like that. Just stay tuned. But you can just follow me on Twitter at King underscore Devin, Instagram King underscore Devin. But until next episode, y'all, I catch y'all. I'm out. Let's play the song. Peace.